Hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Life Dump. Uh, plot twist, it's not me. It's me, <laughs> her boyfriend, Jan Willem. Welcome. Welcome to I'm this joined episode. Today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go on. I'm joined today by uh, our lovely uh, usual host <laughs> to this week, uh, the guest, Leia Shama. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's such an um, honor being here. <laughs> well, it's a pleasure having you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is his, his podcast now. I'm just a guest today. So I've taken over uh, this week's episode. Yeah. And we are going <laughs> to be talking about alien life. Yeah, I don't know. We You've probably met him. Well, met him. You've heard him on episode seven. We did, um, we, we did an episode about the internet and social media. And we had a lot of fun. Uh, talking about that, so we're back again, and we are talking about alien life this time, and that's, uh, it's a bit different, <laughs> it's a bit of a different topic, but we go into so many topics together. Yeah, we often talk about space, and science, and philosophy, all of that. and aliens too, so we decided to talk about alien life today, yeah. which is a, a small subset of, of uh, complicated things we <laughs> like talking about and exploring ideas about. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like every time we watch a video on like alien life or it could be anything really like space, we go in on tangents and like we just pause the video and for like 10 minutes we're having like a whole separate conversation just out of one idea we caught from like a YouTube video and then we go in depth into that and then we theorize and then we philosophize and we do all philosophize. Yeah. Philosophize. Is that how you say it? Mm -hmm. I think so. So today we're going to be exploring some of our ideas yeah. uh, regarding alien life. Uh, like, what does alien life look like on other planets? What would it be like if we meet them? We have some video recommendations for movies and, mo and videos. Video recommendations for movies. <laughs> we have some videos and movie recommendations to, to show and to talk about. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, we were going to do this one about space, but we realized it was a bit too broad of a topic. So we we summed it down to alien life as if that's not complicated, but it is super complicated. I mean, I mean, there's so many types of alien life. Yeah. And I think I know you want to get into that. <laughs> you can pretty much divide them into uh, two, two sets, sets. Yeah. Uh, which is life as we know it and life as we don't know it. Okay. And nowadays, the search of life with, for instance, the rovers we have on Mars or the spaceships we sent or the uh, uh, observations we do in space, we are looking for life as we know it, yeah. which is... Carbon-based. Yeah, carbon-based life, which is similar to all the life you find on Earth. Is it like organic life? Is that what carbon-based life is? That's what we, we uh, regard as organic. And they have life as we don't know it, which is... Silicon. Yeah, we don't necessarily uh, classify it as organic stuff. Yeah. But then again, organic life is just alive things made out of dead things. Yeah, like I've always thought of what life would look like if it weren't made out of the same, th like if it wasn't made out of the same things that we were made out of or if it wasn't found on Earth. Because the only reason we look the way we do is because of the planet we live on and the circumstances around that planet and... What would that look like on other planets? Yeah, it's it has to be different. Yeah, and I think uh, exploring what that would look like uh, can be very interesting because you can draw some conclusions uh, based from the only sample size we have, which is Earth. Yeah. Um, which is called convergent evolution. 
Yeah, uh, <laughs> you get into that. You know more about that than where, I do. Where multiple solutions to problems have been have evolved in yeah. the, independently to each other. Independently. Like for instance, flight. There's a lot of animals on Earth that have discovered the solution to flight. On their Most own. Most of them using some some sort of wing, but birds using feathers. Um, yeah. Chinch no chinchillas. Are those the ones that fly? Chinchillas. No. The squirrels. <laughs> or oh yeah, squirrels. They like take a huge yeah. leap. Or like the, the sugar um, sugar gliders. They're crazy. Sure. They, they look like little squirrels and they're like uh, yeah. with like a, uh, a black stripe on them. And like you see them leap and they like use yeah. their um, extra skin as just like yeah, yeah, exactly. gliding. Or even butterflies. They, they yeah. have kind of inflatable wings. And they, they all have some sort of wing. They're yeah. all a bit different and yeah. they evolved independently from each other. When you look at other planets with possible life, you could think the same might happen. Like they have the same challenges. They might want to be able to fly. The solution might involve some sort of wing, but the Alien specifications wing. of that, will it be feathers or slime? I don't know, yeah. that's something that we don't Plasma. haven't seen yet. Yeah. yeah, and also the 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 reason, for example, that we have eyes the size of our eyes is because it has a lot to do with the amount of light that gets into the our atmosphere anyway. Yeah. On alien planets where their sun doesn't reach them as much as our sun does so their eyes had have to be much much bigger mm. because they would have to see more in the dark yeah and catch more light in their uh, their eyes so alien eyes for instance would they resemble something like insect eyes something like human eyes or, or not something at all completely different <laughs> Uh, maybe they wouldn't even be like eyeballs maybe they eye squares or something <laughs> like they wouldn't even be on the head they would have to be like on on the on the limbs or on the feet yeah. because they i don't know like you can imagine in so many different ways and then even taking into account more extreme differences uh, of the planet like gravity for instance a planet that has very little gravity might allow for swimming in the atmosphere practically yeah, yeah. because because you're so light or like jellyfish in the air yeah i was also thinking about Stuff jellyfish because like <laughs> really like it will it will depend on what kind of planet they're on and what what are the circumstances what are what are all these things and that will really really make up what they look like but speaking of jellyfish and octopus i actually want to say something that i feel like a lot of the deep sea animals or like ocean animals they kind of remind me of alien life for some reason. Yeah. But I want to, like, I know, I know a lot of people who think similarly is that when they look at jellyfish or, like, weird little deep-sea creatures, they're like, whoa, how is this not alien life? Like, why do you think that that reminds us of alien life? I think because it's so foreign to us. Yeah. Because the deep-sea uh, has been explored, like, very little. And yeah. Like... It's almost comparable to space, how little we ventured down there and actually explored and documented the, the whole surroundings. There's like barely anything about it. So Yeah, it and the life we, found, we find there, we still find there yeah. today, is highly different than we're used to finding. And even, even that is still life as we know it. It's still carbon-based life. Yeah, exactly. Then even deeper in the Earth's <laughs> crust, we might be able to find silicon-based life. Yeah, we also talked about silicon-based yeah, life. Yeah, which is even more alien compared to the deep-sea creatures, which mm. still might be right beneath our feet in the core of the Earth yeah. uh, instead of out in space. But alien, 
does that necessarily mean another planet? It means another planet. So technically, if we do find silicon-based life in the in the core of the Earth, then it, it won't be aliens. It won't be alien. It would just be non-carbon-based life on the same planet. Whoa, that's crazy. Because <laughs> silicon-based based life, they thrive in really, really hot, like volcanic uh, climate. Volcanic climate? Is that a type of climate? <laughs> like really <laughs> hot? Extremely high just temperatures. Just extremely high temperatures. Yeah. Volcanic climate. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if the people know what silicon-based life well, is. You, you explain. Well, I can tell you you're made out of carbon okay. right now. Thank you. And all other life, as we know it, okay. is too. But then there's life as we don't know, which, which, which can be potentially made out of different things. Carbon is very good at making stable four-way connections which can form molecules which you're made, made out of mm. in temperatures that we're used to. But silicon can, can do that too, but yeah. only given way higher temperatures, yeah. like at the... And volcanoes and stuff, or the core. Core of a sun or earth <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, so alien life could be like in our, in our solar system yeah. sun. Based on completely different mechanics. Yeah, but we to. wouldn't really reach them anyway even if they are there no. because it's just so different and we don't even know if we would perceive them as life because yeah. it's not biological it's not organic to us yeah and that's why a lot of alien life is so it, it's peculiar but because it's peculiar we wouldn't be able to um, talk to them or communicate or yeah. even perceive them because classify it, them cla correctly. yeah classify them correctly because it's not life at least non-carbon based life is not life in our eyes yeah, exactly. We need Life like a Google, Google Translate to talk about that. And there's them. one video that goes into that pretty well. It's called Life Beyond, you can find Chapter it on, 2. You can find it on YouTube, yeah. Yeah. Other than YouTube videos, we've also watched movies that depict human life, uh, human life, alien life. Well, also human life because there are human actors in it, but they also depict uh, alien life. And one of those is uh, Prometheus, which... Um, is like it's a horror space horror but also like thriller and mystery it's just a bunch of stuff going on and um, there's also a, a sequel which is Alien Covenant and they both cover like um, well alien life is it but how is it how is it told well you know the, the story the better. idea of the movies is that um, humans have gained the ability to create AI so oh, yeah. we, we are able to create life, basically. Mm. Uh, and the AIs we create ask us, like, well, you created me. Who created you? And then the human race finds out that we did indeed have a creator. We call them uh, the engineers, yeah. uh, quote unquote. And we go and find them on their home planet. And it turns out they, they kind of went extinct for this and that reasons. And it just shows alien life in such a creepy way. It feels like science fiction, but then... It could be it could be possible that this exists somewhere else, but we it would be unreachable for us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it explores many fun ideas about who who created us, why do we exist? Yeah. And um, why would we be created and maybe destroyed? Yeah, because we were also talking about intelligent life forms and non-intelligent life forms, and. We were both we both agreed that if we found if we were the ones that ventured and found alien life, we in most cases we would probably be more intelligent than them because yeah we were able to find them first like finders keepers, but um, if if we've been found and potentially killed or something, like would we even want to be found? 
would we even want to discover? I'm sure we would want to know if we're alone or not, but yeah. at what cost would that be? Because if we are found by an alien civilization, I think, like you said, the chance of them being Some more way, intelligent yeah. than us is very large. And I think the the difference in intelligence is, is can be really huge, way more than we can even imagine right now. Yeah. Like, imagine you finding an ant, uh, a little ant hole, and uh, trampling them. Like we we all feel like we're nice people. Yeah. Still, we trampled ants. Yeah. An alien life form coming across us might feel the exact same about <laughs> just us. Just a little <laughs> ant hole or whatever. Yeah. Like for them, maybe they're just so advanced that we're just so primitive. Yeah, because an av- if an alien civilization finds us, probably means they went past a lot more civilizations and didn't leave any alive. <laughs> I don't know how it would happen. Like in in the episode uh, with Rick and Morty, um, the episode of uh, "Show Me What You Got," <laughs> like the it's it, it, those weren't aliens; those were like planets or something. <laughs> and the way that they came up to Earth, like that was like the alien invasion or planet invasion, was just like a song. Uh, <laughs> who has the? It was just a talent show. Who had? It who was, knows in what form like, the alien invasion? Yeah, <laughs> like they have. They probably have culture. Like I don't know. Maybe we're. We're just being anthropomorphic. Anthropomorphism is actually a very fun, um, well, it's not a theory, but it's a concept we learn in university uh, in my recent classes, which is basically when you attribute human features to like non-human things. So let's say you can call an alien nice or, or mean, but for the alien, it means something completely different. We just understand it as, yeah, if they're being good or bad and like, a lot of the times when we're talking about aliens, we're like attributing, oh, what if they're good? What if they're bad? But for them, they don't have such classic concepts. Yeah, they're they're just they're just well, we don't even know what their concepts no. are. It could be completely different. Yeah, and then again, maybe like we we look at ourselves as conscious beings, like we're we're not like an ant going off of purely instinct. Yeah. What if there's an alien civilization that's not in like purely instinct driven? But, but still super powerful and huge. Yeah. They would just, they would take over in a galaxy just purely <laughs> out of instinct and yeah. have no remorse for anything and just keep going and going and going. Yeah, exactly. It all depends, like, yeah, what, what, what makes them them and yeah. what makes us us. And that still, I think, with life as we know it and life as we don't know it might be a, a, a lightning storm passing over our galaxy uh sucking everything into (laughs) a black hole or i don't know yeah and there's also one other thing i uh wanted to mention which is about extraterrestrial life alien life that we we already said like we could potentially find alien life but on earth but then extraterrestrial life means that it originated outside of earth and we were talking yesterday about um what if we humans come from somewhere else but with like maybe or organic matter came with like an asteroid 300,000 years ago and that's how we got here but we didn't really originate here yeah kind of goes in the like the theory of how life evolved from from nothing on earth because that would make sense that we came from somewhere else yeah that we that organic matter at some point came here yeah that's a nice theory and we came here like in an in a asteroid uber <laughs> to <laughs> to earth and we just um yeah we we just settled there and then slowly slowly here we are making an, a podcast episode about it <laughs> eventually so, 
eventually this is what it all leads up to. <laughs> but I think it's nice that if if we are to find alien life, even be it just uh, some bacteria mm. or organic molecules on Mars or something, mm. like it's very likely we're going to find out in, in our lifetimes, I think. Yeah. Which is a cool idea. If we don't find it by our lifetime, then probably there's no life to find near us in our solar system, for example. Yeah, because we've been looking for quite a while and we're like on the verge of finding out if we're alone or not. And if it is there, if if it is there. And another thing is that when if potentially there is and we do find out about it, like what can we find out about us? Yeah, like because if there is life somewhere else, then that means that we're not like this special. That, yeah, well, yeah, we're not like this special little life form that is alone in the universe. We're just one out of so many that we don't even know are there. And it will change. It's not as special anymore to to see life appear somewhere. And then I think our perspective on looking looking at planets where, for instance, we can detect water, but we don't conclude there's life. Maybe in the future, life will be the rule and not the exception when we look at new planets we discover or something. What does that mean? What do you mean by that? Well, that we assume life has probably settled on a planet that somewhat allows for it because of the circumstances instead of assuming um, that we're probably the only ones there. Oh, like we'll think it would be more probable for life to exist based yeah. on Once whatever. Once we find the first life and then another and then yeah. another and then we start thinking, well, maybe it's not as coincidental for life uh, or incidental even for life to propagate or start yeah. on a planet. And what is within our observable universe. Because we're just so small and we're, we're just and so... And we can only travel so fast. Yeah, exactly. And we can so only... Slow. Yeah, so slow. We can only travel so slow that we, even if there is so much alien life out there, we would never be able to reach it with our current technologies. Maybe we'd, we'd find out about it, but we would never be able to um, sort of tell them we've hey we know about you guys what's up yeah because they just be too far and maybe light years too many light years away so and so and yeah because i think there are some some planets where we detected water yeah vapor coming from their atmospheres or whatever yeah and they are maybe 30 light years away so the fastest you could possibly get there given our current understanding be way too late <laughs> will be 30 years and also, isn't everything that we see in space sort of a bit of in the past, depending on how far it is? I mean, if you look at a planet that's 30 light years away, you're looking at 30 years ago. 30 years ago. So maybe even they're not even there anymore when, when the message reaches them. If their lifespan is really short. <laughs> well, maybe if <laughs> or they... Or if they're really far away, yes. Uh, if yeah, they, yeah. And plus, we're, they're going to keep getting further. So yeah. maybe by the time they've crossed our our little but male then, i think <laughs> then reach. they would be outside of the observable universe mm. that's when they issue. go away faster than we can go to them yeah then so unreachable too at the end of the day even if there is alien life it's just a bit hard to grasp at it so we can we can put our hopes at least for now in uh talking in about it <laughs> opportunity and curiosity yeah and are those the most recent ones Oh, yeah, opportunity. Oh, the rovers on yeah. Mars. Yeah, opportunity, curiosity. And perseverance. Yeah. Are the three rovers we have now on Mars looking for life. Yeah. I think one of them is decommissioned by now, but... 
Did you hear that he sang happy birthday to himself one last time after, <sighs> and then he died after? That was Aww. so sad. They're all alone, but they're they're helping us. They're trying well, to find life. Let's hope they're not all alone. Well, and there's yeah. some aliens there with them. <laughs> you should you should um, actually before we go you should it's tell them it's a very interesting drawing yeah <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah, about yeah, 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 okay yeah. so in my primary school and this is actually a lot of our space questions uh, science questions we relay at some point to my friend Lucas who, who studies all this stuff yeah every uh, time we have a question about space alien no not aliens we should talk to him about aliens though, but mainly about space and black holes and stuff we always talk to him because he studies uh, astronomy and um, space science physics. physics yeah so we always ask him and he made this drawing <laughs> in my <laughs> primary school we were like maybe 10 11 years old yeah which it's it stuck in my head so much and it was a it was a drawing of this um, martian rover probably curiosity or opportunity at the time uh taking a picture of the martian landscape which was actually a, a beautiful alien metropolis city <laughs> but there were two little martians <laughs> holding like a poster of a martian landscape as we know it in front of the camera of the rover so for the <laughs> rover it just seems like it's barren there's no life even though it's just two little martians holding this picture up in front of the camera <laughs> to disguise this whole but alien that, city that's so genius it's so ingenious <laughs> it's it's stuck in my head and who yeah. knows we're being tricked by the aliens and they're just they they're too smart they know <laughs> they're just messing with us they're just like oh we'll just yeah. let them try to find this and they see. put the rover in a little cage with yeah. some rocks and sand and a blue and just put a video around it of yeah. like a supposed what mars looks like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think yeah there's so much to think about when talking about alien life whatever it looks like and wherever it is and if we could even reach it or not but um yeah that was it for this week. That was it for this episode. And uh, I'm glad you joined me for this one. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and uh, I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>